does have it all. All of our pre-owned vehicles are Hubler Q certified, which include a 128-point vehicle inspection, a free Carfax vehicle history report, and two warranties. A two-year, 100,000-mile powertrain warranty and a 30-day, 1,000-mile comprehensive warranty. Visit any of our 13 locations today or click drivehubler.com. Can you imagine yesterday, Kevin, the the feeling for Graham Rahal? He's sitting in his car, and he knows when Harvey goes out. And the final gun goes off while Harvey's in the middle of a run, so he knows there's nothing he can do. You're sitting there, and you're thinking, because I would imagine that even though you knew it was a possibility that you weren't going to get in, you have to, in the back of your mind, be thinking to yourself, it's not really going to happen, though. You know, like yeah. in the back of your mind, you got to be thinking, like, surely something's going to come through here. Yeah, I was thinking no shot for, I guess, two reasons. One, just the fact that Harvey had to go back out there so quickly. And, you know, they talk about, you know, the heating of the engines and the inability to cool them down. By the way, it almost seems like if you're going to do that, don't you just bring out, like, all the fans possible? And everybody has access to them to cool them down. I know it's not necessarily a discussion for here or now, but if you do want as much activity as possible in that one-hour time frame that, that you're given the uh, the last chance, guys. The other thing that I would think if I were Graham Rahal, I would have felt pretty confident about is Jack Harvey's lap one and lap two was not something that was very like, wow, or I know it was the lap three, which... I mean, again, Jake, you saw over 100 qualifying attempts on Saturday and Sunday. How many people, and correct me if I'm wrong, but Harvey's time in lap three was faster than two, right? Yeah, how, how many of the over 100 qualifying attempts had a better lap three than lap two? Very few. I, I saw, oh boy, I, very few. If I, I think maybe I saw one or two. Yeah, I was going to guess And it might have even five. been like on simulated runs, not not like official runs rare for certain so i think basically it took until that third lap for graham rahal and we'll, we'll obviously ask him for graham rahal to be like oh bleep and i i don't know maybe maybe he's he obviously could hear the crowd noise i would think and and, and, and all of that i mean you know just sitting there and just knowing and, and you know you didn't know either until the last lap as he went across the line whether or not he had enough talking of Jack Harvey and then you know all of a sudden you're like oh my gosh you know it, there it goes and and you know what can you do at that point um and listen i thought yesterday and i'll probably go over this with him in just a few minutes here, I, I thought Graham Rahal yesterday cemented himself probably to a lot of fans, and that doesn't do him any good right now. I realize he joins us on the Payless Liquors Hotline. You know, Graham, I thought a lot about this last night in the fact that sometimes, like in our job, it's difficult because you don't really know what to ask because the, the typical question would be, so what happened? And then I think to myself, well, if you knew what happened, you probably would have taken care of it. You, you know what I mean? So... Now that you've had time to process it all, and thank you for joining us this morning, just kind of take me through your analysis of everything that took place. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, it's it's hard, I think, to put, uh, you know, finger on one thing, as you just said. I think if you if you were to step back, there's a variety of things that that ultimately lead to us being in this position. And, you know, the the, the crappy part about it is it's not just one of us, right? There was 
four of our cars. Cat snuck in, um, you know, on, on day one there, which was great to relieve some pressure. And then, of course, there was there was the other three of us that were left to to fight it out the next day. We always felt Christian was safe. He was the next quickest car in our fleet, I would say. And really, I was the slowest all week on pure speed. Uh, and the question would be why, you know. Uh, and as you just said, I, I think you know if we if we knew, uh, we would we would have clearly fixed it. I I do think, you know, that's going to be one of our challenges and and changes for the the rest of this year and going forward is is putting the right processes in place to truly identify that. Um, nothing screams obvious for you know for for the reason that the car was in that position but but that's indie and uh ultimately you know we've seen it here before you know i remember i was talking to rhr last night you know i remember him going through his struggles hinch going through his uh there's been a lot of good guys who have gone through this and all of us are left in the same position which is scratching your head as to what the hell went wrong you know how do we get here um but in light of all of that, there's, you know, I think there, you, there's a reason for all of these things. There's a reason things happen in life. And for me, I think it's good motivation, you know, to understand and make sure that we are never in this position again. Um, and ultimately, I could pinpoint, you know, a handful of things right away that need to be looked at and worked through. Uh and I'm sure that I'm sure that we'll get there, and I'm sure that we'll do it and do it appropriately. Graham, I want to echo what Jake said. Thank you for the time this morning. Um, can you kind of take us inside of your helmet there as Jack is attempting that that final run? What were your emotions at that point? Yeah, yeah, you know, I, I scrolled through Twitter last night, and there was a lot of folks that you know were calling calling me out for for not for not running. Uh, but they don't know that the rules are you could, you can't run. Uh, in my position, I literally cannot run. If I move from my pit box, if I worked on my car at all, we were eliminated. We are we withdraw our time. So I literally had to sit there. There was nothing else we could do. We could not pull out of our box to go run. Uh, if we did that, in effect. We eliminate ourselves. So then whatever time Jack completes with is the time no matter what. You know, I at the second for me, you know, when he pulled back out, look, and, and I know that Hinch said it on the broadcast and all that stuff, and it's true that I've never seen a car go faster with heat soak, Ever. I mean, I got a text from Dixie last night, and he was like, how the hell did that thing go quicker? None of us know, because they didn't change anything. They just re-ran. Um, but Jack did a great job to maintain it for four laps. And when he pulled out of the pit box, I literally looked at my rearview mirror up to the top of the pagoda, and the wind completely stopped. When I ran, there was maybe a two or three mile an hour headwind down the back straight. That's not very much, but with the issues that we've been facing, you know, with pure, just drag, 
that makes a difference. And I said on the radio, I said, guys, we're in trouble. I said, look at the windsock. And it was flat. And also, I haven't looked at the data between Jack and I, nor do I need to. Point zero zero seven is nothing over four laps. Uh, but, you know, I would imagine that that made a big difference. And that's life. You know, it's, it wasn't, as I said a second ago, for whatever reason, you know, the 2023 Indy 500 wasn't, you know, in my life plan. Little did I know. Um, but I'm still here. I'm actually out in the infield walking the dogs now. And we'll be here to support the team and try to give them, you know, whatever guidance we can. Help them, you know, improve the race cars, which which needed a lot. And unfortunately, I was the best race car we had. Uh, but the rest can can learn from from our setup, and you know, and, and hopefully put themselves in a good position uh, to go forward. You know, through the weekend. So we'll see. Was there any discussion, Graham? And I'm sure you've been. I mean, I've been asked this consecutively for 12 hours now. Was there any discussion or will there be any discussion about, from a sponsorship standpoint, putting you in one of the three cars that qualified within the team? You know, um, I'm not aware of any of those discussions, nor would I be okay with that. Uh, Everybody has earned their right to be in their position and in their teams and their cars. Um, You know, all of the people – that are driving were, were hand selected to be there, you know, and they deserve to be there. Um, you know, as I said a second ago, I think the only thing you can say in my case is that, you know, we weren't, I wasn't deserving, you know, we, we weren't good enough. Um, and ultimately, you know, whatever happens with the sponsors, uh, is, you know, is not, I'm not going to say it's not my problem because it, it very much so is, uh, but I don't know what all those things call for is what I'm getting at. I I will be here. I've already talked to several of them. You know, I'll be here to, to go to dinners with them and, and host them at the track. And we've got our charity golf tournament on Thursday, you know, which, which we are still a hundred percent, you know, a go with, and we're going to raise hundreds of thousands of dollars to, to give back. You know, all of those things are still, still a part of our plan. Um, so, Hopefully there's enough that we can do to, to make them happy uh, and get them their value surrounding that than anything else. And then what I would say is I wouldn't be surprised, and I don't know anything, but I surely wouldn't be surprised to see United Rentals, you know, in a much bigger capacity on, on one of our cars. But I, I don't know. You know, I don't know who that would be or how that they would skin that cat. Uh, but, but, I, but it would make sense for sure for that to be the case. So, uh We'll see. Graham, you know, Graham Rahel's our guest on the Payless Sugars Hotline. We had set up this interview, as I had mentioned last week. Mark Dykton set it up with with Kathy of Rahel Letterman Lanigan Racing. I, I don't think anybody would have been upset with or not understanding if after yesterday you said, yeah, I'm good. Why did you feel it necessary to still, and we're very grateful for it, but why did you feel it necessary to still do this interview this morning? Well, I mean, you know, I, at the end of the day, you know, I gave you my word. And, and like I said, this place is, it's a challenge in every, every sense of the word. And you never know what can happen. You know, you show up here for the month and, and that's, that's reality that, uh, 
it can go your way or, or it can definitely not, you know. And I, either way, you know, when you, when you, when you commit to somebody, you got to live up to, to your word. And, you know, that's why, I, you know, like I said, all week I'll be here still fulfilling all, all the duties that I can and perhaps doing more than I ordinarily would have, you know, just because sadly I've got the time to do it now. Um, but, you know, I think it's, I think it's important. I think it's a lot of people can, can run away, uh, and not face it, you know, head on. But the reality of the situation is, you know, we clearly have to face it head on. We, we, we brought this upon ourselves, uh, and we, we need to, you know, stand up and, and make sure it doesn't happen again. Um, you know, but, you know, it's it's important for me just to, to live up to my word and make sure that uh, I can still fulfill everything on my side uh, that I've committed to. Graham, I, I want to go back to <clears throat> what happened there with Jack going back out. And I re- recall you saying that there was a weight jacker issue on your car. If Jack, let's say, had put up that time with nine minutes to go on the clock, could you have gone back out there? And do you think you could have, I guess, topped that time? Yeah, there's no doubt. There's no doubt. But was there any talk to leave you time? Was there any talk between the teams of, okay, Jack, you go out there and then Graham can get a chance? His his first run was intended to leave me time. But he didn't go better. Uh, Better than me, at least. He went better than he had, but he didn't go better than me. And honestly, I thought maybe that would be it. Like, get one shot at it, whatever. But they bolted a set of tires on the thing and took out a little bit of front wing, and, you know, magic happened. And that's what Indy's about. You know, it is. It's a magical place. And, as I said, I probably got, oh, I don't know, 100 text messages from other team members, other dri- almost every other driver in the field. You know, and literally every one of them was like, how the hell does a hot car go faster? I mean, nobody can figure it out, nor can I. <laughs> so when, you know, when it, you know, that's what I mean. It's a magical place. And for whatever reason, it was Jack's opportunity. It wasn't mine. And so I didn't, we didn't have time clearly to react. He went out with two minutes left on the clock. I couldn't do anything. <clears throat> and as I said, um, you know, the rules are written where if I moved at all, if I moved an inch from my pit boss, I, I withdraw my time. It is not like the day before where you can run and run and run and run, and if you improve, great. It's not that way. Uh, so I couldn't run. You know, I was in. And so in that capacity, I had to sit and just wait. Um which is which is clearly an awful feeling, you know, when you know the Indy 500 is on the line. But in reflection, too, as I just said, I certainly don't think that we should be fighting for, you know, thirty, you know, thirty second, thirty third, whatever. You know, I we as a team should be a lot further forward than that. So the disappointment would have been the same either way, whether it was me or it was Jack. And as I've said multiple times, I think for whatever reason, you know, it was, uh, it was my, my time. It was my turn. It was my day. 
to not make it. I don't really understand that or why, but <clears throat> but I can't uh, I can't sit here and ignore that that, that you know that I, I'm a firm believer that everything in life happens for a reason, and I can't sit here and just ignore that. Well, you Graham, know, there, there's some reason I'm not in it. I, I think that you know sometimes I think in life one of the things I've learned, and I'm I'm old. It took me a long time to learn this, but one of the things I learned sometimes is that like you're not defined necessarily by the challenges in life, but rather how you respond to them, how you answer to them. And does this, in your, if you were to crystal ball it, does this adversity for you in terms of with your team, where I know you've been frustrated in some of the qualifying setups and the results for your team, does the adversity that you guys went through together now cement or or strengthen the bond that you have with the team, or does it further give you motivation to to see what else may be out there? No, no, no. I think you know. For me, it's it's important. Uh, I, I think you know me well enough, Jake. But like for me, I think it's important to to be a leader across the board, um, and that's my job now. You know, is particularly the next couple of weeks. You know, is to be there for everybody to try to make sure everybody's on top of their game. I said that to, you know, to my team last night, we all got together and had a couple beers and talked, talked about a lot of stuff. And, you know, I think it's important for them to be here and to be supportive of the other three teams as well as we go through this, but we're a pretty tight knit group anyway. Um, I do think, you know, in many ways, as I just said, you know, this is a major reality check to everybody. Yes, I'm the one that missed, but there's three of our others that are the last two rows that shouldn't be. So I think as a as an or, as an organization, it's a it is a great reality check that we need to do the right thing. As I've always said, you know, we we were we, we've got a a great group of hardworking individuals. We just got to make sure that we're working hard on the right things. And uh, I think we've got some direction, sadly, <laughs> a little late, but we got some direction. And I, I do think you'll see a much stronger organization to come in the future. The positive thing that we have going with this team is, first off, the sponsors. Uh, that's it. That's a big, big part of this. They make that you know we we work awfully hard to keep those relationships really sound, but they, they make our job, our, the ability for us to do a lot of things uh, possible. But also the owners. You know, the owners, you know, they're 100% are dedicated. So if you think this hurts for me, I can guarantee you it hurts a hell of a lot more for Mike, for Dad and Dave. So with that being said, you know, I, I do think uh, it, it's a good um, – kick in the in the in the butt i think for everybody to make sure that you know we are refocused re-energized and that we do the right things um and so hopefully we'll make that happen well graham i appreciate the time i said earlier in our last 20 seconds here i will simply say this i think you gained a lot of fans yesterday and i think you you showed people the graham ray hall that i've known certainly um that maybe has been misunderstood by some fans. People have asked me how they can uh, help out with your foundation. It is the Graham and Courtney Rahal Foundation. The information can be found at GrahamRahal.com. 
and I will tweet that out as well for folks that would like to support you and what was a difficult time in the way you handled it. We're out of time, Graham, but I appreciate it, and in weird circumstances, still look forward to seeing you, all right? Thanks, Graham. Yep, see you soon. Thanks.